Welcome to the Creative Homeschool Podcast. In this podcast, I'm coming at you to deliver you a weekly dash of creativity to make your homeschool exciting for your kids, but for you too. We're going to explore all of the different ways to creatively homeschool. Games, field trips, unit studies, writing activities, kid businesses, art, and more. I'm your host, Julie Soule, longtime homeschool mom, shenanigan enthusiast, espresso drinker, and founder and co-owner of Soul Sparklets Art. I've helped thousands add creativity and joy to their homeschool, and I'm ready to help you too. Ready to get started? Let's go. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Creative Homeschool Podcast. Today, I wanted to share six tips with you that I wish I knew. Now, as I'm recording, the school that my girls would have gone to is three doors down and they are mowing the lawn and it's a little bit loud. And I've been waiting for some time, but it actually went quite nicely with the whole topic of this episode today because I wanted to share that things don't actually always go the way that we want them to. And this isn't one of the tips, but let's start there. We often have some ideas for our homeschool some magical ways that we think it's going to happen. We think that Snow White or a Disney princess, we're just going to open the doors, we're going to sing, the woodland animals are going to bring the art supplies and the school books and the children to the table, and they're going to love everything they do. They're not going to complain. They're certainly not going to stare out the window. They are not going to want the 64th bowl of snacks. They are not going to throw their pencil across the room when they get frustrated. No, 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 no. None of that ever happens here. So let's get real. Homeschool can be really hard and really challenging on some days, sometimes on most days, but that doesn't make it any less rewarding. So before I dive into the things that I wish someone had told me, let's add this as number seven. But before I go through those first six, I've been out here before on my deck trying to homeschool and there's been all sorts of mess out here and the loudness and I wanted a peaceful day with my kids. So this definitely goes with the whole theme of nothing necessarily goes the way that you expected it to, but you will find joy in the surprises also. So let's dive into the first thing I wanted to talk about and that is your people. Where are your people? I was severely bullied in junior high. We didn't have middle school. We had junior high. It was seventh and eight. And homeschool wasn't really a thing yet. It wasn't super publicized if it was a thing out there. But I ended up growing up thinking that when I got to adulthood that bullies wouldn't exist. Um, the sad thing is, is they still exist and they're homeschoolers too. So one of the first things that I wish I had been told is that you still have to deal with the same people. And just because people have chosen to homeschool, that doesn't mean that they're your people. You are going to get the opportunity to form friendships that aren't necessarily a convenience like we had to when we were kids. I was in a classroom with 30 kids. Of course, I had to find someone to be friends with at that point. But we get to be a little bit more picky and choosy about that. And some of these groups can be run by the same people and the same people who are just definitely not our people. And you know what I mean. But the people who are your people, the people who are kind, who show up to things that you want to go to, the the people who want to be your friends, the people who want to homeschool on the entire way through, just like you do, those people are out there. So if you are finding groups and you're just finding the same people and maybe those people aren't the people for you, your people might be out there too. They might be that one person that you run into at the park 
and they're not quite sure where they belong either. So when you are at a park or somewhere like that in the middle of the day and school's in session, don't be afraid to talk to that one person. One of my good friends now, I met her because our kids did gymnastics together and there was a power outage and she invited us over. You just never know where those homeschool friends are going to come from. So just hang in there. I wish I knew that those friends aren't necessarily in those established groups that are out there. They could be anywhere and it might take some elbow grease to find them. The second thing that I wish I knew and the piece of advice that I'd love to give you is take your reset days. Take a day where you just play games, where you go to the beach, a day where you have a special theme and you dress up as ninjas, a day where you take a mystery ride. If you haven't heard the mystery ride episode, go back and listen to part one of how to take a reset. But do not forget to take a reset day because that is what is going to make you just feel so much better. It's going to help the kids. It's going to help you too. Number three, you don't have to use the same curriculums as everyone else. Find out what works for you. Don't be afraid to switch it up. Even if this is a $5 workbook you found at the store and it's working, then use it. There are no rules on that. There's no one going to come and tell you using the wrong thing. We tried a couple of curriculums here that everyone was using. One was an art curriculum. The very first lesson, I believe, was artists have bedrooms. Draw your bedroom. My kids were miserable. They didn't want to draw their bedroom. They wanted to draw dragons. They wanted to draw the beetle they just found outside. So this was not a fit for us, even though it was a fit for so many others. And there was a science curriculum we tried also. It took me two hours a week to plan for it. Now, I know that science curriculums and a lot of curriculums out there can require some planning, so I'm not afraid of that. But it just felt like a lot for us, and then a lot of it just went over my kids' heads, even though this was a really well-established science curriculum. So you don't have to use the same curriculums as everyone else. For my kids, my kids love the Evan Moore workbooks for language arts. They're really short, but they actually are doing a lot better with those because they love those little quick bits every single day. Those don't cost a lot, but my kids love them. So that's what works for us. Okay, number four, switch it up and often. So the homeschool police are not coming for you because you switched what you're doing. Now, I know some of you do have to say what curriculums you're using, but this does not have to be curriculum relevant here. This can be switch up the locations that you're doing your homeschool. For a while, we did Panera schooling. My oldest wanted to sit next to the fireplace at the Panera. I'm not sure why that was a thing, but I'm sure some of you out there get what I'm talking about. So that's where we did our homeschool in the early ages. Switch up supplies, get sparkly or color changing pencils. So it doesn't have to be the curriculum, but just switch it up. And this kind of goes back with the reset days. Sometimes things are gonna feel a little bit tired for them and for you. So these are really, really important to remember. And that goes into number five, feel free to take the summer off. I know so many of you are year-round homeschoolers or want to be. I felt the need to when I first started, but now I do take the summer off because I need a break too from planning. I need times that I'm not thinking about that, where we can just hop in the pool, we can go to the beach, we can go on a hike, and I don't have to think about 
what's coming next. So feel free to take summer off. Now, if you feel uncomfortable doing that, you worry about summer slide or what they're calling it these days, you can get a little book. Sometimes we get a brain quest book, one of those books for the bridge, the activities between second and third or fifth and sixth. And we do those and we do a couple of pages a day. Helps me feel a little bit like I'm checking something off and kids are still learning. I'm also finding some holes. So your summer doesn't have to be completely off because let's face it, our kids are always learning anyway. They're always watching, watching movies, doing scientific apps, studying the bugs they found outside. These are all amazing things that kids do all the time where they're learning. And number six, I wish someone had told me about these supplies. First of all, these Frixion pens, they're everywhere now. They come in colors and they're erasable. Now, if you live somewhere high, I believe when they get too hot, they just disappear and you have to actually put the paper in the freezers. I have not had that yet in Michigan, thankfully. But if you have a planner and you tend to erase a lot and you also want colors, I have colors, one color for me, one color for my kids. I used to have a different color for each of them, but I got lazy. So those Frixion pens are wonderful. Also, all those spare notebooks, you know, where your kids write in some of them and you have the rest of those, save those for when you need to jot things down. You're making appointments, field trips, trying to think about stuff, need scrap paper, save those notebooks. Having enough erasers and good ones. Erasers are so important. Kids will go through the erasers on the end of their pencils. So have those big erasers, those nice white ones with the blue wrap. I don't remember what they're called. So, and have one of those at the table. More rulers than I thought I ever needed. Why rulers go missing in our house? I'm not sure. Kids, when they start measuring things, they they tend to measure a lot. So have a lot more rulers than you thought you needed. Lots of art supplies, because even if you're not super into art, even workbooks ask for colors sometimes. So have some crayons or some colored pencils nearby to sketch and have fun with and have more than you thought you might need. And the last supply that I needed as a homeschooler that I didn't know I needed is more food, more snacks. Oh my goodness, homeschoolers eat a lot. I know when everything closed down for the pandemic, there were a lot of people who were suddenly having issues because their kids were eating them out of house and home. Homeschoolers know this more than anyone. There's a lot of opportunities for snacking. Some kids love to have snacks while they're doing their math or so on. So make sure you have a lot of food. So I hope this six, oops, seven tips helped you. These are things that I wish I knew about, you know, finding your people, reset days, not being afraid to change up your curriculum or using something different, switching it up, not being afraid to take the summer off, your supplies, and don't be afraid when everything just goes not anything like you expected it to. Find the joy in those small things that did. Hey everyone, till next time. away from writing instead of toward it, chances are you're feeling a little bit frustrated. But that's because so many writing programs out there have kids writing things like, tell me about your bedroom, instead of things that kids actually want to write. So I'd like to introduce you to the Delicious Diner course. What is it? 
it's a writing course for kids. It gets them writing effortlessly. They're having fun. They're creating their own delicious diner by marketing, writing help wanted ads, writing recipes, menus, learning about floor plans, writing, grammar, typing, entrepreneurship, and it's all through using Canva. There's even the first section of the course where I'm gonna teach kids how to use Canva and how to get started. And if you're not familiar with Canva, you might really like watching it too. Canva is a graphics design software. You can use it completely for free. There is a paid version. You do not need the paid version in order to have fun with this course. But as an introductory offer, we are offering it for $10 off instead of $29. You can grab it for $19. It's a one-time purchase. It's for the entire family. Check the link in the show notes for the link to learn more and sign up and make sure to come hungry.